Dashing, going door to door, selling bags and lucky ever Dropping fine electric beats, wearing trousers made of leather Once again, with ill behaviour, with ill behaviour, with ill behaviour, with ill behaviour, with ill behaviour. I'm wondering how many people are thinking SSR is now broken. Uh, hi everyone, uh, welcome to Radio Redux, and uh, I am your host, Arjun UK. Yeah, season four. Yeah, season four. Back on uh, the uh, wonderment of Sega Sonic Radio, uh, not fourth series on Sega Sonic Radio, of course, but uh, second, uh, second and proper full season live. 
which uh, you'll be able to tune in every Sunday from 7 o'clock uh, British time. And uh, this is going to be... See, I don't do seasons like everybody else. Everyone goes, oh, yes, I'm going to do um, X number of weeks until I can't be bothered, and then I'm going to uh, disappear for a while. I take the odd week off here and there, but uh, I think you'll find that... Uh, ha, 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 uh, when I say a season, I mean, like, the entirety of the year. So... Uh, with the exception of, you know, things like um, recovering from summer of Sonic 2009, more on that later, uh, and uh, weddings and things like that, and um, odd illnesses, uh, times hit by a giraffe, uh, driving a car when it was drunk, and um, spending a week in the hospital with my leg up, things like that. Uh, other than those instances, uh, I think you'll find that uh, the majority of the time, Radio Relax will indeed be on the air at this time. Sweet. Tiba says he can have the next seven years off. Uh, unfortunately, that isn't the case. Uh, he needs to come back ASAP. Uh, Earth says I've got nothing on Turbo. Uh, not yet, but the detectives are looking into it. So, yes, uh... <sighs> It's amazing how nervous you feel, uh, even though it's like, I've been doing this for, well, three whole years now. Um, you know, first, first Sonic uh, podcast on the radio, first Sonic podcast on iTunes, you know, not that I want to mention it, uh, but it's true. And it's amazing how nervous you feel, because I haven't done this in, you know, um, I haven't done this since the end of December. Sorry about it being so long. Obviously, it's now, what, the 1st of March. Um, yeah, somebody failed. Uh, somebody failed. And uh, that basically was, you know, I don't want to you know, make a big deal out of it, but um, we would have been back a hell of a lot earlier if one of the judges had given me the marks for the Rex Factor, because it is Rex Factor time. Uh, Rex Factor, for those of you who don't know, and if uh, you're tuning in for the first time, hello. Uh, the Rex Factor, in case you didn't know, uh, at the end of this, every series, Radio Radio Series, we have a competition, which, which we like to call the Rex Factor, being obviously a pun on uh, X Factor. And we set, or I set, I should say, the task that... Uh, you, the uh, Radio Redux listeners slash Sonic fans, go away into a shed somewhere and come up with uh, what is essentially uh, you singing along to a Sonic song or a Sega song or something like that. It doesn't particularly matter what, uh, but gaming and Sega are obviously very much approved and uh, encouraged, shall we say. The uh, Rex Factor last... This uh, Rex Factor coming, uh, the idea was that uh, I wanted people to, you know, interact with each other. And uh, as such, the concept of the duet was introduced. Now, uh, this is an entirely new concept, the duet. Uh, what it is, is you get one person, add it to another person, and they both sing the, a song together. Now, uh, this is such a revolutionary concept that, nobody, that everyone was scared by it, and... Only a few people, <laughs> only a few people did it, and uh, as a result, we had to, I've had to sort of make various tweaks and changes. Uh, we had one late entry for the All Stars, actually, uh, which I'm going to play first as my first little piece of music. 
uh, if I can queue it up. Uh, that was by uh, Crystal Dreams and somebody else. It's amazing in the space of three months that I still haven't been able to find out who this someone else is, but um, yes, I've still no idea who this person is. Uh, could be anyone. Uh, could be a goldfish. Uh, all I know is that uh, it's uh, called uh, Es macht nicht, which uh, for those of you who don't understand that is German for it doesn't matter. And uh, it's Chris Dreams and Somebody, the duet, which is English and German. Hmm. Why does it matter that it's English and German? I'll tell you. Um, as the marks for the Rex Factor go, there will be uh, marks for technical and marks for artistic. Um, I've explained these many, many times before. Technical basically means uh, the quality of your vocals, and, stuff, and artistic is basically um, how entertaining it is, um, and things like that, really. And um, you can also get a bonus if you did sort of other sort of essential things, um, which was sort of like a it's like just literally just a bonus onto the end of your mark for the percentage. Um, there was actually I made a slight tweak uh, because owing to the fact that none of the uh, all comers, uh, they're being all stars who are sort of the more known people in the uh, community or people who have been very very successful in previous Rex Factors, and then there's the all comers who are sort of everyone else. The uh, All Stars don't get the didn't get the mark for the duets, so it was all up to the All Comers to provide duets so that they could get this bonus mark, which they then didn't do. So <laughs> on that basis, uh, it's now going to be if you uh, sing sing a song in a different language uh, from your own, uh, that is ten uh, percent extra on the mark. You get fifteen percent if you've actually translated the song uh, into another language. And uh, there's another sort of ten percent float, floats around there for additional techniques. That could be like doing your own music or your own lyrics or something like that. So uh, we also so we also have the four judges. Uh, now the four judges themselves, uh, yeah, there is this sort of motley crew of people that I've put together. Uh, quite possibly. Some of them have appeared in the band Motley Crew. Uh, I'm not quite sure. We'll, we'll see. You never know. But um, we have, of course, Demix, who uh, has been the Rex Factor judge for every single X Factor competition that uh, there has ever been, ever. Uh, he is the webmaster of Sonic Style. We have... Well, there's these other two. Um, and then there's a the special one. But however, the the other two have actually uh, the two new judges have actually sent me in uh, an intro between the two of them. Uh, so let's see uh, let's see what they have to say because uh, getting get used to them and then and uh, who they are. And uh, yeah, here are they. Greetings. I am Sophia, also known as Ram the Dragon, and I'll be your ethnic and minority representative judge for today. I'll be giving total scores because I don't think you can separate aspects of a song so easily, and I couldn't be bothered trying. I'd also like to point out I have hypersensitive ears, so if your song makes me want to rip my hair off, I'll have no mercy. Let's get this started, shall we? Hi, I'm Dreadnoughts from the Sonic Stadium. I was an early all-star in a Rex Factor contest until I was promoted to judge shortly after my riveting performance of Jingle All The Way last year. As a successful Rex Factor contestant, 
because my songs were always of the highest quality, I was picked because I know what I'm looking for in an entry, having been so good in past years and everything. I like fine wine, dining on a Riviera, and long walks and weekends. I use Pantem Pro-V. Good luck to all the contestants. I'll be rooting for all of you, but if you make my head explode, I'm suing your ass. Looking forward to your songs. Show me what you got. Andrew Nux is a big fat liar. Uh, Sophia also gains uh, specific fail points for not doing the two types of marking. However, no fear, uh, in order to keep things fair, I'm simply just doubling the mark. So whatever you get for your mark from uh, Ram the Dragon, you'll find that uh, that mark is then duplicated over and becomes uh, it's the same for your artistic and your technical. So that's sort of keeping it fair if you impress Sophia more than somebody else, for example. Right, uh, the fourth judge, of course, is uh, Mr. Lee Brotherton, Esquire. You know what, he even did me a new bump, he even did me a couple of little bumpers. How nice of him, I didn't even ask for them. Hey, this is Benley Jones, and you're listening to Archangel UK here on Radio Redux. Isn't that cool? Isn't that absolutely awesome? There's another one as well, I'm going to play it. <laughs> hey, this is Benley Jones, and you're listening to Radio Redux, the only place on the web for everything Hedgehog-related. He is awesome. Uh, he's given us uh, some marks just for the All-Stars ones, uh, but uh, let's get cracking. Uh, let's get cracking as soon as we've had some music, <laughs> because I am I'm just there already. Uh, so what shall we have for music, everybody? Oh, I don't know. Um, let's, let's see what's on. Let's have Sonic You Can Do Anything, because that's relatively quick. And it uh, makes everything so, so good. So we've got Sonic You Can Do Anything. And then we'll have a quick blast of something, anything. Um, what should we have? Uh, the uh, Botanic Base Robotnik theme from Knuckles Chaotix, just for the... Of it. So we've got those two tracks coming up, and then we'll go straight into the All Comers, the All Comers contest, and uh, who will win that? Find hmm. out after the break. Hey, what do you mean? Give me a chance. Going home. Fine, Lord. Check out, eh? Live alone. 
Kitty Foxy. He did a good job on matching the English lyrics to the music of the song. However, I think he would have done a lot better if the song wasn't as high or the notes weren't as long as they are in this song. Five for technical skills and seven for artist impression. Katie Foxy. Foxy. Meh. Shining Road, English version. Transposing a Japanese song to English can cause sync issues and weird vocal play, but this case, it gets done pretty well, with no big problems whatsoever. The voice is clear and has an impeccable range, seriously. There are not many off-keys I've heard, and the rhythm is full appropriately. Overall, great work, a nice, pleasing, original, and soothing melody. I give you an 8 out of 10. Casey Fox, Shining Road. This was a good effort by Casey Fox here, but I didn't really find it that enjoyable, to be quite honest. I can appreciate the English singing to Hikaru Michi, but the translation doesn't really suit the flow of the song at all. Syllables were boldly stretched where no one had stretched before, and Katie Fox even appeared to be adding lyrics to make up for the translation's shortcomings. I'm not entirely certain whether the jarring syllable to tune mismatch is the fault of the translated lyrics or the misplaced singing by Katie Fox, but the results ultimately dashed both areas of criteria here. A shame, because it had heart, it just wasn't much for listen. Technical skill 6, artistic impression 5. And there we go, that's the first round of marks for Katie Foxy there. Uh, so was a, if you didn't get that, uh, Demix is the, uh, is the tired sounding American one, uh, Ram is the enthusiastic girl, and uh, Dreadnux is the less than enthusiastic girl. Um, Dreadnux also uh, wants to, it seems, take the uh, role of Chief, uh, Chief Simon Cowell. Uh, on the judge panel uh, this time around, although it has to be said that uh, all our judges at some point, um, with the uh, notable exception of Mr. Uh, Bentley Jones Esquire, uh, <laughs> seem to want to do that themselves. Um, but yes, that was the uh, first lot of marks there. And uh, there is, um, I did actually get a question through in the break, um, which if I could find the uh, accursed uh, TSS. There we go. Uh, T-Bert asks a question, which is, uh, I have a hedgehog-related problem. Snuffles, my pet hedgehog, seems to have gone off his head and refuses to collect rings. What do you suggest I do? Well, Mr. Bird, there are several things you can do. Uh, none of them are particularly um, useful if you're still wanting to collect rings. Personally, um, if you're asking me uh, what to do with this hedgehog, I would hollow it out and use it as a uh, novelty oven glove. So, uh, yeah, Katie got these marks there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, first lot's down. We'll uh, go into, what I'm trying to do is I'll have uh, like the beginning of uh, the song so you can get a bit of a, a glimpse into uh, what was going on and uh, then we'll uh, have the marks and uh, speak some more. Uh, we do have some questions and things to get through as well and also some news related items. Uh, I now, after a quick dash, uh, went downstairs and got myself some food because I was foolish enough to uh, not prep for this very long show <laughs> like you know cooking myself some food um, and so instead I managed to grab myself a couple of bags of a sea salted seabrook crinkle cut potato crisps and um, I know it was cold over here very very recently in the UK I know we were really desperate 
desperately in need of salt, but uh, judging by the taste of these crisps, it seems like we drained the entire sea of all its salt content. Mmm. Not salty at all. So, uh, next up is D'Artagnan. And, uh, what did D'Artagnan sing? What did D'Artagnan sing? That's a very good question. D'Artagnan sung a song which uh, isn't around for some reason at the moment. Where is it? Da, 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 da. He is... Too many dark speeds, entries. You're cluttering up stuff. Oh, D'Artagnan was one of the many, many people who sung It Doesn't Matter. Uh, so, we'll have a little bit of that first, and then we'll move straight on into uh, D'Artagnan's marks. Okay, guys? Well, I don't show what to criticize I'm just living by my own feelings I don't give it D'Artagnan, you sing so softly While you're able to mimic the song just fine There needs to be more feeling behind what you're singing There are parts where you're strong But most of the time you're singing softly Five for technical skills and six for artist impression Dartanian with It Doesn't Matter. Yay. Okay, first of all, the song is meant to be powerful and loses a lot of its strength when sung quietly. Secondly, I can tell it's not your normal pitch, which makes you do a lot more efforts than you naturally should. It's like forcing the song. There are some slight timing issues also, but it's not terrible. Average work. Score? 6 out of 10. Dartanian, It Doesn't Matter. I'm sorry, but I can't help but criticise. Everyone and his mum is going to sing It Doesn't Matter, so the reality is, if you're going to tackle it, you need to have a pretty good approach to doing so. D'Artagnan's tactic was apparently to sound like a boy queuing for the toilets, as he sort of whined through the performance rather than rocking my socks off. I guess it's an original way of doing it, though. When I'm already bored of the song itself, though, to hear an attempt like this is going to be an automatic turn-off for me, to be fair. D'Artagnan also followed Crystal Dream's lead by mumbling the song and missing half of the words. By the time he got to the last no at the end, you could tell he just wasn't really bothered. I'm hoping he had fun making the song. Technical skill 3, artistic impression 3. Yeah, we'll explain the Crystal Dreams one later. Um, so, yes, and that was uh, D'Artagnan's one there. D'Artagnan actually got a score of 26 points. Uh, Katie Fox actually has a uh, bonus coming to her at the end, uh, so I will figure that out at... Uh, the end of uh, the all comers uh, in a long break and we have lots of music so yes uh, things to talk about um, other than uh, making hedgehogs into oven gloves which is obviously completely different uh, so yeah things to talk about lots of things going on what has indeed happened since I last spoke to you well many things have happened I met Eugene Acker that was pretty cool I spent half an hour talking to him in the uh, bar of like one of the most expensive hotels in the capital whilst uh, he drank a glass of champagne and I drank a bottle of Budweiser um, that was interesting he said hello to all of you incidentally uh, and was very uh, he was very keen that uh, your voices are heard 
uh, on sort of things in the future. And he was very he was very keen that my voice was heard as well. So um, so that was nice. Uh, but yes, he's a he's a very nice chap. He's a very nice chap indeed. Uh, he was rocking the uh, orange tie and orange socks because he was uh, in London to promote Let's Tap. Uh, annoyingly, none of the community guys uh, were able to uh, go to that. Uh, although I did try, I tried my hardest, believe me. In fact, I, it was a bit it was a touch and go wherever I could go at one stage. Um, but yes, we have. But the uh, the, uh, the bigger news, the bigger news um, is that uh, apart from Sonic and the Black Knight being out Tuesday, I believe it is in America, and uh, a week Friday. Yes, a week Friday in um, Europe, and as for Japan, you know, goodness knows. Uh, actually, I do know, uh, because one of the things that I've been meaning to um, reveal on the uh, Sonic City blog, Nick, uh, I revealed that script, didn't I? The signed script uh, by the producer of Black Knight, which is a Japanese uh, language script. Um, I've also got a series of, um, what, if you've been into a shop, a game shop, and then there's those plastic things... Uh, there's plastic things uh, that's got the logo of something, and then it's got like and then like arches out, and there's like a sticky bit on the end of one of the pieces of plastic, and it sort of hangs and bobs on the top. They're actually called wobblers, the technical term. I've actually got some Japanese wobblers. <laughs> so, so, I, I know it's um, I, I can I can tell the uh, the comments are going to come in very very soon. It's a, yeah, it's a terrible allergy. I need to take creams, and. Um, no, but I've actually got these Japanese uh, wobblers for Sonic Unleashed, so I'll, I'll, I'll try and do something with those as well. Um, T-Bird says that uh, those are the uh, awesomest crisps in the world. Uh, they are when they're salt and vinegar or they're uh, cheese and onion or pickled onion. Uh, when they're just really salted, they're kind of crap. But it's nourishment, I suppose. So, uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we released... <laughs> We released the trailer, the fifth trailer, the other day. Um, there could well be another trailer coming soon for launch. Not quite sure about that. You know, it's one of those things that we normally do. So um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't class it as a massive surprise if we did. Um, but uh, say, look out for Sonic and the Black Knight. I say it is coming very, very soon. Another item uh, that, that was announced very, very recently is, of course, the Summer of Sonic 2009. Uh, if you don't know what Summer of Sonic is, where have you been? Have you been under a rock? Have you been on Mars? Have you been on Mars under a rock? Not quite sure, but um, listen up anyway, and I will explain. Summer of Sonic is, was, the uh, convention, in all senses of the word, for Sonic the Hedgehog that was started last year. Um, it is the brainchild of uh, one of our judges on here, Dreadnux. Uh, it's spawned, spawned from his uh, Summer of Sonic uh, 2005 or 2006. Uh, one of those. Um, uh, con- uh, it was it, it was originally, how sh- should we say, a sort of meeting of the minds, and it was a event where the community activate was uh, active online. And they did all sorts of things uh, to celebrate Sonic's 15th birthday. We are now in the year of what will be his 18th birthday. So, you know, parties and uh, girls and um, out all night and driver's license. Um, so, not that you, needed the, you could have had a driver's license beforehand, but, you know, 
It's got trust fund and stuff, you know. So, probably get a Porsche. And, um, probably one of those really, really nice ones, you know, the really, the really, uh, the sport, the additional sport pack. And, um, Basically, this ended up becoming this convention that we did last year, um, because it was, it was one of uh, Dred's goals to have a convention at some point for Sonic the Hedgehog, which was pretty good, because it was one of my goals as well that we didn't really talk about, but we both had at the same time. And uh, we had this last year. It was in London. Uh, about 300 people came. We had Richard Jakes there, and Lee Brotherton was there, and TJ Davis was there, and Nigel Kitching was there from Sonic the Comic, and uh, Guinness World Records was there, and we're doing it again. Oh, yes. We're doing it again. This is going to be on the 29th of August uh, this very year. Uh, it's that time, it's a bit later than before, because we want the Cologne uh, trade show to happen before Summer of Sonic 2009. Uh, for the simple reasons, we'll get a lot more stuff if we do it then. Okay? We'll get a lot more stuff. Things like, maybe, code, and things like that. It's going to be a lot bigger, a lot badder, and uh, generally going to be more kick-ass than it was before. Lots more going on. Um, the last one's... <laughs> I worked myself almost to death last time, so uh, I'm looking forward to it immensely. Uh, we've given you the date now. We haven't confirmed the location yet, so we've given you the date now so that you can plan for it. So that date is locked. It is not going to be moved from there. Uh, so... Yeah, that's it. Uh, we're going to tell you the location as soon as it is possible for us to determine uh, determine uh, some sort of oh, I don't know how you say some sort of uh, number uh, that may or may not be interested in going. Well, not that may not be. You can sort off. Uh, but the uh, those who are likely to come, who are really interested in coming and finding out more information, please go to that post on the Sonic Stadium main site and put in a comment saying how many people, how many from your household, and that will allow us to go to Sega, who are going to be booking this um, for us, and uh, go to them and go, we've got this number of people, and then I'll slap another 100 on top of that number. <laughs> so we've got space. So <laughs> there's that. Um, What's going on in there? Can I confirm anyone? No, I can't confirm the location. I can't confirm who's going to be there. And even when people are say that they might well be coming, remember, it is card subject to change. Uh, people do have uh, pl plans do change for people at short notice, and um, sometimes it does uh, it does mean that they are not able to make uh, things like Summer Sonic. So. But yeah, we're going to be, be lots more stuff. We took on board everything you said last year, and I had a big, massive um, meeting with Sega. For all the Sega people who are more than happy for us to uh, do lots of stuff this year. Uh, Sonic Team actually fed back on the event. Sonic Team themselves fed back on the event, and they were absolutely delighted with the summer of Sonic. Absolutely delighted. They thought it was fantastic stuff. Um, to which my response was like, well, perhaps you might like to send us some stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, we'll uh, see how that goes. Everybody knows about Sonic and Sonic now. Um, even the territories, territories like Sega of France, Sega of Germany, Sega of Spain, all those people. Sega of Spain obviously being SOS, ironically. Um, all those people know about Sonic. In fact, all those territories were upset 
with me and upset with SOE because they didn't tell them, apparently, about Sonic, and they would quite like to get involved. Which is, you know, fine with me, in reason. So, uh, we might be even getting uh, the uh, territories themselves getting involved this time. We shall, we shall have to see about that. Okay, uh, it's about time for... Uh, following, that was, your, that was your news, by the way. Oh, actually, one more piece of news. Uh, if you are a European person, if you go on the Blognik at the moment... Uh, no, if you don't go on the Blognik at the moment, if you go on the main SEG Europe blog, there is a competition where you are able to uh, win a copy of that Sega Mega Drive uh, Ultimate Collection vinyl album. Uh, it's a multiple choice question. It's incredibly easy if you know your Sega stuff. Uh, Euros, it's Euros only. No Americans, no Aussies, because you had 2,500 of the bloody things, so if you haven't got one by now, tough, unfortunately. Uh, let those poor Europeans who haven't got one have one. Uh, we can't do it for America, guys, sorry, because it's our stuff, and uh, legally it's a pain in the ass to do, believe me, competitions for America um, on our internal stuff. Um, what else is there? Oh, but look out for next week. Look out for next week um, because there's going to be a competition on there where you can win another multiple choice one, very similar one uh, for the uh, Euros and Australians, uh, where you'll be able to uh, do a do a question for the chance to win one of three copies of the uh, Sonic Unleashed Planetary Pieces soundtrack because uh, obviously I've been waiting for ages for these between terms and conditions from the Sega legal department to actually materialise so I can uh, actually do the competition because that was what I was waiting for so that's going to be happening next week and the week after that unless something happens um, like stuff getting delayed there will be another competition for Sonic stuff um, on the blog Nick and uh, that's going to be a huge prize, huge, absolutely huge. So uh, look out for that. Next up is uh, DJ Dan Dyer. DJ Dan Dyer, who uh, apparently is not going to do the Monday show until Sonic Radio is fixed. Uh, didn't realise it was broken. But uh, so yes, we'll uh, have him up. I've just been talking really, really fast, haven't I? Ah, Dan Dyer, there he is. He's here to save the day with his uh, rendition of Wonder Man. Perhaps save the day is kind of the wrong words. Hmm. Here's Dan Dyer. <laughs> Oh, 
Dan Dyer. I don't know if this song was the best choice to show off anyone's singing skills. There's only so many times that you actually sing in the song. It's hard to judge. You're able to capture the feeling on the song, but it sounds like you're unsure what the next set of lyrics are, and it just didn't actually work out. Six for technical skills and seven for artist impression. Dan Dyer with Wonder Man. Technically speaking, this track actually sounds plausible for a real song. The mixing works perfectly and the sync was great. The problem is, the lyrics are very few to be sincere and to actually judge your singing properly. But the only few lyrics I heard were well sung. The song itself is a good original choice that will stay in your head for a while. Very good work. Score, 8 out of 10. Dan Dyer, Wonder Man. It's obvious that DJ Dan Dyer was going for the cheesy entry this year, but instead of playing a right said Fred track and truly going for broke, he played it safe, and he mega ultra missed an opportunity in that regard. The track could have been so much more enjoyable if most of the instrumental space was used up with freestyling, extra lyrics, or something. Dan only started singing about two minutes into the song, and rather than go for the lady chorus like I was hoping it would, he stuck to the other bit. This is a long instrumental song, but ironically Dan seemed more hurried to get it over with than anyone else. Everything was rushed in his performance, and it was quite hard to tell how much of an X-Factor first rounder he'd be, with the quality of the recording being poor as well. The singing did sound like he was getting spanked though, so maybe he liked performing the song. A truly missed chance for something epic here. Technical skill 3, artistic impression 4. Okay, and that's back. Uh, that's back there, and... Uh, Four, I believe it was, uh, for Mr. Dan Dyer. So, uh, Dan Dyer scored 36 then, uh, no bonuses. So uh, that's his final score. I've got a nice uh, spreadsheet up because I don't know the marks myself for half of them. I know um, Rams marks, and I know um, uh, LB's marks, but I don't know Demixes or Dreads. So I'm sort of figuring out as I go. And my nice little spreadsheet. So, uh, we had some questions during the break, uh, and people saying, you know, will there be a Sonic uh, in America? Quite possibly, eventually. Uh, Earthlot says, wow, Dread is a bugger. And, uh, yeah, he was kind of going for that very deliberately, by the way. Uh, Resident SD wants one of those records. Presumably, he wants one of the copies of Wonder Man. I've got a copy on CD and vinyl, um, just for the hell of owning one. So, um, yeah. Um, lots of discussions about whether or not we can have a different season, such as the Spring of Knuckles. T-Bird suggests uh, uh, coming to the Winter of Eggman that he's having in Newcastle. Uh, my response to that would be, you forget what the name of the website was that I did for the Summer of Sonic. And it was, of course, the Winter of Robotnik. A little takeoff of uh, Robotnik Winter from uh, Sonic and Tails 2. Or alternatively, as uh, you and I may know it, Sonic Triple Trouble. So, uh, those were your scores. Uh, we'll have a bit of a proper music now. Uh, and then after that, we will have uh, the next entry, who is uh, from uh, Joe Forever, who's in the uh, who's in the uh, chat room there, and has uh, I think it was Resident SD quite rightly said, I have not done my usual 
introduction to who is actually in the TSS chat room. So as I'm talking about the TSS chat room, now's a really good time to start. For those of you not familiar with the way we do the the um, the rundown, it's actually a run up because um, Radio Books goes in reverse because you know our uh, isn't SD uh, apparently owns Wonder Man too. <laughs> Oh, it was the Sega vinyl. Oh, I see. Those are very limited. And I own one of those. <laughs> it's like, hey, here, here, community, here's your ones. Thank you. That one, the earliest one, is mine. Um, so, going from bottom to top, we have uh, Vija of emeraldcoast.co.uk. That's emeraldcoast.co.uk. Earthfart, Twinbee Mark II, uh, Turbo of Turbo Drive Live. Uh, the Joiner. T. Baird, who is Verken. Uh, uh, Staff Shadow Fox 04, Risen SD, Meh. Uh, Logocast Kiddo, uh, Jobosoft D'Artagnan, Crimson Hedgy, Big C. Archangel, you sex sexifying you. Sega Mark has just joined from Radio Sega. Uh, Rolkin is there. Flyby, MK, LSNK, Joshua, uh, Birdie, Rye, and of course. Chanbot, 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 Chanbot. He's a Chanbot. Um, but yeah, uh, they're all there, and Sigmar's there, and everybody's listening in. Everyone except for um, I don't know. Let's pick on somebody. Uh, let's pick on. Uh, ooh, who can we be? Who, who's who's not listening in? Um, I say that uh, Logocas isn't listening in. Yeah. But we see you, Logocas, but we know you're not there. And t is going to disappear now, as well. Which is just me. <laughs> so, um, let's see. What should we have from the old music? The bastion of music. How about we have something from Hedgehog Heaven? How about we have a fortress? Should we have that? Something moderately short, really. Uh, let's just have Fortress of Glory by um, Psanic uh, from Hedgehog Heaven. And then after that, uh, we're going to have uh, Joe Forever's marks. And then after that, we're going to have uh, Cthulhu's marks. Oh, sorry, sorry, I should say KTUOS is marked. Um, so those are coming up right now, guys.
Let the speed man in. Joe Forever, you need more feeling behind your words. It sounds like you're simply reading the lyrics, nothing more. I did, however, catch what you did with the echo within the song. Nicely done. Six for technical skills. Six for technical skills and six for artist impression. Joe Forever with Let the Speed Mend It. You get major points out of originality. It's the first time I've heard this song being sung. Okay. The problem is... You gotta put some more heart into it! If you've played Secret Rings, and I take you had, you know how this song is usually intonated. Seriously, this song will haunt you through the entire game. The quietness ruins a bit the song in my opinion. There are also some rhythm problem things. I can say though, it's certainly above average. Score? 7 out of 10. Joe Forever, Let the Speed Mend It. You know, I used to have a maths teacher that would do a funny dance with his feet as he posed the class a difficult question. He'd move only his feet, inwards and outwards, and shuffle from one side of the room to the other. It was quite epic. Listening to this entry brought back vivid memories of this. The chorus sounded like I was getting a terse word from said teacher, while the main vocals was the kind of indistinguishable lecturing that would make me fall asleep in the classroom. That's not to say Joe Forever didn't try at all with this song. I just don't think he really put his heart and soul into it. He sounded like a banker discussing annual turnovers for fiscal year 09 before hanging himself in his bedroom. This song is meant to make you rock out, make you feel like you've got a really speed to mend something. Anything. A neutron bomb, a broken window, a squeaky door, anything. I just felt like I had to casually go and mend my incoming boredom, and even then I procrastinated. Technical skill 2, artistic impression 1. Send Red Nuts Jocelyn, two-time loser of the X Factor. Hi guys, and we're back. Um, I have managed to solve my food problem. Um, this was uh, easily done uh, by ooh, by putting the scores for uh, people in the wrong places. Uh, huh. Okay, uh, I'm going to have to go through that at some point, because I didn't hear what the marks were. Oh, well. Oh, I think I know what the problem was. We didn't actually, <laughs> didn't actually hear to us, KTRS is. Uh, because it just starts off, it's just this very long pause, and I kind of thought that was the end of it. Okay, um... What we'll do is we'll uh, go to that right now, and um, it's just so quiet. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so quiet. Um, I'll uh, just flick you back onto that then. Obliterating everything that's not your friend. Nothing can stop you now. No ghost can bring you down when there's nothing left to lose. You win. Bow your heads down, all hell shadow. Kato's or Kutos. Uh.
the places where you need to work on are parts of the song where it's broken down. You also might want to take a few more takes before presenting the song so you don't have any obvious mistakes in your final version. Six for technical skills and five for artist impression. K-Twist with All Hail Kidno. Taken in consideration this is a cappella, I can say you've retained the musicality pretty well. Again, this is another powerful song that needs to be sung strongly all the way through. I admit the gruff voice thing worked well, even though you were kind of dying every now and then, but the contrast between the two parts is too big. Also some lyric problems were present. I think this could have worked out better if you had done two voices or a duet, it would have made the song more marked. It's not half as bad though, well done. Score? 7 out of 10. KTUOS, all hail Kitdo. Someone should have reminded KTUOS that he was being recorded. It just sounded like he was casually surfing the internet while singing along to his favourite song. I won't begrudge him the low music in the background, it makes it easier to hear his singing to be honest. But again, it's a sad case of the rock and roll heart not being put into this entry. KTUOS, KTUOS, whatever, how you pronounce it, was whispering part of the chorus and I don't get it dude, I want to hear you roar! You probably should have been recording this during the day or at a time when nobody else was in the house. KTOS did come back from the whispering later on, but it sounded more like a chain smoker wheezing for some air after having him run 10 metres. Your singing ability isn't bad. Not great, but not bad. But you let yourself down by not letting yourself go. Technical skill 4, artistic impression 3. A four and a three from Mr. Dreadnoughts. And, uh, ooh, I'm in some terrible, ah, some terrible sum issue. Four and a three. Okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to automate my, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to automate the, uh, um, accursed, oops, wrong way. Uh, the, incredibly dumb um, bonus system I'm going to automate it now so it's uh, so it is no problem whatsoever um, I'm just going to check the chat do we have any questions from the chat don't know oh, Joe Forever was, was in the chat earlier but he is not now Dread is getting worse so far says yes but he's doing it deliberately Sigmar says he's going to break his father's PC um each of their own, and um, uh, Big C says, "What's this, Sonic Rex?" Um, <laughs> yeah, Joiner just Joiner explains. Um, wonder if AUK uses Vista. AUK uses XPs, and he's got XP on his machine that's um, broken. And he's got XP on his work laptop. Uh, he'll probably end up having to be forced to use uh, Vista, though, very soon when he actually buys a new PC, if he can ever afford one. Erfart uh, says uh, this is going to be a long show, and he's right, it is going to be a long show. Um, which is why we're going to have, at this rate anyway, uh, which is why we're going to have a free, count them free, um, people uh, next up. Uh, actually, I might just line up everyone on the all comers now. Um, get it over and done with. Um, so, if we just have. If we have. 
Because this one, this show is not really about me speaking anyway, really, is it? Uh, if we have SMX, uh, then we're going to for the Dragon Killer, which obviously is going to go well with Ram the Dragon, you would have thought. Uh, Steve the Hedgehog, Shelley Foxo for Umiuri, and uh, Roboshi as the Hobo. And I'll put in some uh, bits of music in there as well for you guys. I've solved my food problem by uh, finding some microwavable pancakes and uh, having those with jam. It's a fantastic idea. Best one I've ever had. Um, which just shows you the uh, wondrousness of it. SMX actually did the DK rap because uh, he came last in the All Comers last year. Will he remain there? Will he... Uh, get to that uncoveted spot once more uh, we will have to see whoops microphone failure there uh, but it is uh, SMX up next um, if, if anyone's got any questions in the uh, TSS chat they are quite happy, they are quite welcome to uh, private message me with them uh, so uh, SMX up first See you in a bit. Yo, this is SMX coming at you from Rex Factor Live! Or not the live! Who cares, man? Who cares? There's a little something from me to you. Merry Christmas, y'all. The story begins with who's gonna win. Knowing the danger that lies within. Aboard the yard, the genius at heart. Wanting to unlock the mysteries of life I am the Yegman That's what I am I am the Yegman Got the master plan I am the Yegman That's what I am I am the Yegman Got the master plan I'm trying my feet SMX You sound enthusiastic and energetic but your sing quality needs improvement. Four for technical skills and seven for artist impression. SMX with Eggman. Lovely. <clears throat> Nothing like singing for fun. You can tell in the tone it's a completely stress-free thing. You actually had enough heart poured into this, but you had no timing whatsoever. The rhythm of the song is marked enough for anyone to figure it out. The freestyling was okay. Again, a lot of timing issues, but you get half the point for the walrus joke because it's that good. You can see this was made for the pure joy of it, and I like that. Nice work. Score, 7.5 out of 10. SMX, Eggman. This guy clearly didn't care, and that's awesome. SMX can't sing for Toffee, but what he lacks in vocal cords he makes up for in entertainment. Sure, it's an embarrassing kind of entertainment, but I still like listening to it. As the SMX went to the dreadlock school of showboating, with plenty of opportunity used to freestyle about something I'm not altogether sure about. He even laughed a few times, so he was certainly enjoying his time making a tit of himself. It's always fun to hear someone just go hell for leather on a track and not really care what's what. SMX's personality and infectious character shines through in this entry. It's just a shame he sounds like he's being choke gripped by Darth Vader whilst eating a bowl of spaghetti. Technical skill, 5. Artistic impression, 7. Hello, I am for the Dragon Killer, and this is my entry for, uh, um, the Rex Factor. 
I said, yes, he forgot the name of the contest. Uh, I think I might take away 10% of the marks just for that. Uh, but uh, let's get that back on with it, hey? There should be live and learn. We like them pie. We like them pie. Live and live it pie and we be them bub. Thor the Dragon Killer. The song needs some work. Forgetting the lyrics is something that you don't want to do. You had a lot of energy and you threw in a little bit of comedy. Five for technical skills and six for artist impression. Thor the Dragon Killer with Live and Learn. Oh my dragon god. You take your title way too seriously. That's how you kill dragons? By imploding their brains with songs like this? Jeez! There's so many problems with this, I don't even know where to start. No timing, no correct intonation whatsoever, not even the loudness of the background music can stop me from not hearing it. Speaking of which, this is a weird instrumental that seriously does not help you out while trying to avoid headaches. I'm not even going to mention you forgot what the heck you were entering. My ears are bleeding way, way too much to care about those details. Score, 3 out of 10. Rawr. Thor the Dragon Killer. Live and learn. Oh my, Thor really should have practiced before he put his voice to the microphone, eh? Choosing Mega Driver was a unique idea, but Thor was hopeless with keeping in sync. He was either too fast or too slow for the track. He even had to repeat lyrics to stay on course. This isn't anything a few rounds of practice wouldn't have cured, so it's a bit disappointed to see him jump straight in when it could have been something much better. I liked Thor's style, and while he couldn't sing very well, at least it was singing. But the whole presentation and lack of preparation really killed his chances. I couldn't get into it. Technical skill 3, artistic impression 5. Hi, I'm going to be singing um, Eggman from Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Um, here it goes. Okay, hang on, give me a sec. Eggman! That's who I am, I am the Eggman I've got the master plan, I am the Eggman That's who I am, I am the Eggman I've got the master plan I'm plotting my schemes wherever I go The perfect in every way I'd love to destroy the blue one you know He's an obstacle that always gets in my way I must play the game by my rules. I will conquer the world with my tools. Steve the Hedgehog, you are a decent singer. I think this is the first acapella version of the Eggman, but that awkward pause at the beginning of the song kind of threw it off a bit. Seven for technical skills and six for artist impression. Steve the Hedgehog with Eggman. Well, I don't understand why this was done a cappella, considering there's a proper instrumental. It takes the song into a whole new level once you add music. The singing was good, no big issues or whatever, I guess some lyric forgetting every now and then and a misintonation. Halfway through the song, it started breaking apart. I blame the lack of music. Anyway, an okay song. 6 out of 10. 
Steve the Hedgehog, Eggman Acapella. A good performance. I liked it. There's not really a lot to hand to Steve in terms of originality or artistic flair, as it wasn't acapella after all, but he wasn't too shabby at singing it, was he? A lot of people tried to mimic the original artist pound for pound, but I found that it was a good step to take Eggman and sing it in your own way. Steve's own way may not have been totally different from the source material, but hey, he was certainly no Russell Crowe, and I was no Tugger. Props. Technical skill 7, artistic impression 6. you don't know when to sing. It might be because the song is going too fast for you, but it would have probably been a lot better if you were in sync with the song. Six for technical skills and five for artist impression. Shadow Fox 04 with Believe in Myself. Main problems with this one. The fact that it's the original song and not an instrumental distracts from the actual singing and it's much easier to mistake it for something good. No offense. There are timing issues and off keys, but it's not as bad as some other stuff, so I guess it's just another average song. Meh. Score? 6.5 out of 10. Shadow Fox 04, Believe in Myself. I heard more Karen break in that track than I did Shadow Fox 04, unless he was really doing a duet with her. Hmm. In any case, this is a pleasant, inoffensive entry to the Rex Factor contest. Nothing about Shadow Fox 04's singing really stands out. But he didn't sound like he was gargling a bottle of Listerine either, so it was nice enough to listen to. Picking Believe in Myself is a pretty safe option for a karaoke contest such as this one, but the singing ability of Shadow Fox 04 complements the track well, and he puts a good effort into his performance. Technical skill 5, artistic impression 5.
Yumi Yuri, you have a nice voice, probably one of the top ones in the all-comers competition. However, the backup singing was kind of overstepping its boundaries uh, a few times throughout the song. 8 for technical skills and 7 for artist impression. Yumi Yuri with Sonic Drive, an English version. Uh, another Japanese to English song. And finally, something different from the rest. You have a very clear voice, very enjoyable and understandable. The double voice thing worked very well, even though it could get confusing and ruin the musicality at times. Again, I understand how different both languages are, and how complicated it is to maintain the rhythm. It's a very good try, a fresh and cheerful song. I give you an 8 out of 10. Umi Yuri, Sonic Drive. Umi Yuri's singing ability isn't without its flaws, unfortunately, which is a shame because I can see the artistic originality in this entry throughout. The unique new lyrics for Sonic Drive have an awesome tongue-in-cheek to them, especially when referring to the differences between Akshushio and Action Show being paper-thin. As fun as the lyrics are on paper, though, in performance it's difficult to communicate as the singing sometimes goes out of sync and you focus more on the dual singing during the chorus, too. There's a reason why the original singers of Sonic Drive went for two different pitches when duetting those lyrics. Fantastic artistic effort, dashed by the performance itself. Technical skill 4, artistic impression 8. That's right, I'm back. You hear more? Come on, you know you want to. Come on. When all alone in my box, I just go out drinking. Wanna be pissed, really wanna be trusted with cash. When all Boshi, you've improved your hopeless singing tremendously since last time, and I liked your parody for Believe in Myself. Six for technical skills, and seven for artist impression. Raboshi as the ho with Believe in My Booze. Man, I fear for your throat after singing a whole song as the hobo like that. Or making Believe in Myself is worth a lot, more if you do it in a low voice like that. You see, doing that voice sometimes ruins your singing, you know? when it made you breathe heavily, and there was no way you could get higher pitches or different ranges or anything of the like. It's impressive in its own twisted and strange way. Good go, Roboshi. I give you a 7.5 out of 10. Roboshi, believe in my booze. Um, yes. Technical skill, 1. Artistic impression, 10. Yes, you heard that right. Um, Red Lugs did the the honourable thing and just just uh, bailed out of that entirely and just did the uh, actual did the uh, <laughs> the actual uh, thing itself. Um, looking at the TSS uh, chat, uh, it seems that uh, people are having problems uh, connecting to uh, connecting to the uh, uh, Sonic Radio stream now. Uh, we have had some questions as well, and the uh, result is, uh, well, I'll go on to that in a second. Earthlot um, says, uh, request Metal Hog Scrap Brain Zone uh, from our system. Um, yeah. uh, 
Crimson Hedgy says, can I have a pancake? The answer is, you could, but uh, I don't think it would be edible by the time it got to you. Uh, the joiner says, uh, who is apparently the fifth judge. You see? So he's a bit like the, sort of like the fifth Beatle, I suppose. Hey, hey AK, uh, when do you think the lyric section will be up? Mm, Shared Depository. He's, uh, he's apparently, a joiner is currently feeling unawakened, awakening float at the moment. Um, I suggest you see a doctor immediately, if that's the case. Uh, but the uh, lyric section will be up when the main... Well, I'll, I'll get on to it eventually. It's tough to do, man. It's tough to do. Uh, do you want somebody else to get them? I'll sort out the lyrics, don't worry. Big C. Big C. Big C. Big bad C. Uh, says, place Shatner in the sky. No. Uh, hello to uh, Demofax, or to Demofax, one or two, um, who will be, who has just come in. And uh, some of the others as well. Just come in and gone and uh, come in again. So Mark is now known as Bill. Okay. However, all of that uh, together does mean that uh, we actually have come to the end of the All Comers Contest. Um, going back to that, um, there was one other entry from uh, Deems. Uh, unfortunately, Deems' entry was sent to me uh, middle of January, uh, which is all well and good, but unfortunately we'd uh, stopped entries for the contest, and so that's why your entry was not listed down, Deems. Uh, you sent it to me after everything had closed. Uh, we needed them in uh, December, <laughs> frankly. And... Um, so, uh, let's go through um, everything and uh, also see about the bonuses. Um, actually, let me just top, I'll top those up. I'm pleased to see my, uh, my uh, bonus calculator is working in my uh, spreadsheet. And there is a winner. There is a, there's a clear winner, in fact. Um, and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you who that is after a particular music break. Uh, and uh, Airport wanted uh, scrap brain, I think it was, wasn't it? I've got that particular version that he was after, but uh, I do have the uh, the 8-bit version, which of course is the MR uh, system and the Game Gear version. So I will have that, and uh, I'll top the scores, and uh, we'll be back, and uh, I'll answer some questions before we go through the wonders of, well, the wonders of the All-Stars. Our fourth guest judge, Lee Brotherton!
And we are back. Right, I have the final results of the uh, Rex Factor All Comers Contest 2008, sponsored by Winalot. And uh, the uh, let's just take you through who got what, because uh, in terms of the bonuses, uh, Katie Foxy got uh, a uh, translated bonus, gained an extra fifteen percent. Uh, earlier he got a translated uh, bonus and an additional techniques bonus um, of course the echo and stuff uh, which obviously was done very very successfully I believe on the winner of the first Rex Facts contest uh, a few years back um, that uh, inter- incredibly talented and handsome individual uh, soared to victory uh, by doing something very similar uh, so, so she got uh, the, uh, tra- the translated and the additional techniques from that. And Raboshi, as the hobo, gets 10% additional techniques as well because he's own of unique lyrics. So, that, in reverse order, in ninth and last place, who does not have to do the DK rap or any kind of forfeit whatsoever, uh, SMS, um, SMX last time thought that he had to and he obviously he actually didn't. In last place, so in ninth place, with a score of 25, it's Fall of Dragon Killer. In equal eighth, with 29 marks, it is D'Artagnan and Joe Forever. In seventh, with 32 marks, KTOS. In sixth position, with 33 marks, Shadow Fox 04. In fifth place, with a kind of 36 marks, it is DJ Dan Dyer with his version of Wonder Man. Now a bit of a jump to equal fourth which had 38 points each and that is is uh, the score of uh, Steve the Hedgehog and also the last place person from last year showing tremendous improvement through sheer enthusiasm SMX in third perhaps you might say a surprise third with 42.9 it's Raboshi is the hobo <laughs> round of applause for Raboshi and the hobo everyone um, which means is between uh, Katie Fox and Amiri both received bonuses how did it affect things in second place with 44.85 It's Katie Foxy and the winner of the All Comers Contest for 2008 uh, with a grand total of 53.75 or 53 and uh, 3 quarter marks is Umi Yuri. Congratulations Umi Yuri. You are le champion. You are the champion my friend and you'll go and fight until the end. Um, so yeah uh, so yes that was it that was the all comers 
And, of course, now we go on to the dreaded, the dreaded All-Stars. But first, we do have some questions there. Of course, there are ways you can send me questions. You can send me questions uh, to uh, radioredux at sonicrex.com. Or alternatively, uh, if you uh, know me personally, you can send them to uh, my mobile phone via the nice Radio Redux hotline. Um, You can also uh, go on Inferial Online, uh, the uh, forum of Sonic Rex, and leave your questions in the Radio Redux section. And I'm just going to nip on there now, because apparently we actually have had quite a few uh, to go through since, uh, well, the end of uh, last time. Actually, that's one of the things I didn't mention, the new Sonic Rex website. Yeah, it's looking pretty groovy. Yeah, it's kicking all kinds of ass. Uh, it's rapidly going up the Alexa rankings, and uh, generally, um, generally it's looking so, let's go in there uh, to the Radio Rex Questions page. Uh, these will obviously be destroyed as they go along. Uh, SMX asks, uh, what do I think of Marine um, in terms of the raccoon, I understand, I would imagine. Basically, I have no problem with Marine at all. Um, contrary to what most people have a bit of a problem with Marine. I think she's, she's quite a fun little character, actually. Um, it's it's just very nice. She's a little, nice little character. Um, she's annoying in quite a few places, but the, the annoyance is balanced by the fact that even Sonic and Tails get fed up with her and just, just, like, just like, you know, yeah, you know, come on, come off it. So that sort of saves it for me, in a way. Um, number two is uh, Mac or Whopper. Uh, Burger King is the spawn of the devil and uh, tastes like something that it had done after eating something. So I will uh, go with Mac, even though I don't actually eat Big Macs. Uh, question for you. Did you know that Sonic sells chili dogs? What, officially? No. Uh, question four. Where in London is SOE? Yeah. Sega of Europe is actually in several places in London and around there. Uh, where I work is actually in uh, Chiswick. I work near Kew, near Kew, uh, near Kew Gardens. Uh, Teleku asks, so oh, crikey, Teleku asks seven questions. It's uh, my my word. It's a it's a Teleku magnificent seven. I suppose. Um, yes, it, it all it all makes sense in the end, I suppose. But uh, yes, so on the basis of that, and the basis that I keep forgetting to ask Demex to uh, do one, it's the uh, Teleku Magnificent Seven. Yeah, you get the drift there. Well, um... Turkey asks, uh, when will you and Echo get married? And uh, the answer to that 
is uh, very, very simple, actually. The answer to that is, uh, we'll get married when she's able to get over here. Um, and it's going to be uh, after Summer of Sonic, <laughs> and not before. And I'll have to organise both at the same time, and I'm looking forward to that immensely. Uh, who's your best man? Um, nobody from the community, it has to be said. Um, uh, my best mate from uh, for a long time. In fact, I was uh, best mate the man at his wedding. Well, he, doesn't, he doesn't know this yet. He's got to be able to get there as well, presumably. Uh, will this wedding be held in America or England? It's going to be held in England. Uh, which do you prefer? Uh, United Kingdom, Britain, Great Britain, British Isles, United Kingdom of Eng United Kingdom of England, Scotland, Wales. Also, oh, the United Kingdom of England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland, or just England? Um, yeah, there is no such uh, England. You can't really say England anymore for the entirety of the United Kingdom. I personally prefer. Um, uh, I don't actually, actually I don't mind. I really, really don't mind. How soon will Mighty appear in the comics? Is question five. And the answer to that question is: Are oh, there are no plans for Mighty to appear in the comics at this stage? <coughs> will you be making a guest appearance on the next show? Except the Sonic show, I do not believe so at this time. And question seven: as the music runs out, when will you do another in 101? I am not sure. Uh, Chaotix asks, who proposed to who, and was it really romantic? Um, the answer was, uh, I proposed to her, and yes, it was. Harmonix says, uh, will you put your wedding on YouTube like those crazy people I saw once with the Hello Kitty wedding? Uh, which goes to my next question, will your wedding have a crazy theme? Um, uh, the answer to that is no and no. Uh, it's not going to have any crazy themes. It's not going to be sonic -y or anything silly like that. Drawing of Sonic fans does nine questions. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so as not to do, not to be the straw hat. So not not to be the straw that broke the camel's back, commitment-wise. Um, number one, why do you think you got so little questions for the past few shows? Um, you're all lazy, is my answer. Uh, two is, question two is, are you to blame for, shed, for Echo's shyness? Probably. Um, those who have spoken to her online know she's far from shy, which is very boisterous and vocal. And, uh, yeah, so, so I probably am to blame for Echo's shyness. Um, does Jet approve? Is question three. Um, Jet approves quite possibly. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't seen Jet for a while. Uh, question four is: I haven't seen the Soul Emeralds in quite a while. What do you think is the cause? Well, they're probably in the other other um, universe slash dimension slash future, aren't they? Um, speaking of Soul Emeralds, in question five, they look like the emeralds from Flicky's Island. Any relation? None may know. Well, they well they they, they um. They're just the emeralds from a top view, or something. I don't know. The emeralds change shape and colour and number over the years, and uh, they are chaotic. Therefore, though, technically, they should be able to change shape every now and then. You would have thought. Uh, six. If you were forced to either to give someone up, let someone down, or turn around and desert them, what would it be? Um, I, I would never give anyone up, never let them down, never turn around or desert them, because um, that would, you know, 
make them cry and I'd have to say goodbye and, you know, I'd, I'd be just running around and I'd end up hurting someone. So um, I just, I just, I just, to, to hell with the whole thing. Does um, Seltzer, t- stri- does Seltzer strike your fancy is question number seven. Uh, no. <laughs> question eight. If Final Fantasy fails, why is there a Final Fantasy font in your depository? Because there are people out there who don't think Final Fantasy fails. And they're, and would quite like a Final Fantasy font. Question number nine is, what do you think of Street Fighter 4? I do not own Street Fighter 4. Uh, Radman62 says, uh, were you to go on American Idol, what song would you sing? That's question number one. Um, Land of Hope and Glory. Um, or, I don't know, God Save the Queen. Or something, or, or perhaps perhaps the fantastic song, Why the Hell Am I Standing Here? What Happened? I'm Supposed to Be at Home. Uh, question two If you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Uh, three After Mad, will your Master Hand Sprite comic in the comic start wearing a ring? I actually thought of doing that. <laughs> actually, actually um, I actually thought of doing that. Um, Fuller Dragon asks, can I change my rank to Chow Master? There is no such rank as Chow Master in the Shadow Depository, in the um, Inferior Online Forum. You're a, sh- you're a Shara Squire at the moment. Be happy. Uh, Roboshi points that out. Deems then just goes insane with 40 questions. So we're not going to bother with those for now. <laughs> We're not going to bother with those for now. We're going to go straight into the first of the Rex Factor, uh, the Rex Factor proper songs, and that uh, that we're going to hold hear the whole thing because we didn't actually hear the whole thing before. And it's going to be uh, Crystal Dreams with the mysterious person who we're still not quite sure who it is, uh, with uh, Asmik Nikt, and then we'll have uh, her marks and his marks. And their marks and everyone's marks, and I need to remember that uh, for reasons I can't recall. Whoops. Um, Lee Brevton's ones don't like being uh, added in via the wonders of call edit. So I have to remember that. Uh, whoops. Remember to add in his separately. You are still listening to Radio Redux, where something or the other happens every so often, you know, it makes sense. I don't show off, don't criticize I'm just living by my own feelings And I won't give in, won't compromise 
Cause I only have a steadfast heart of gold Ich weiß nicht, wie sie sich nicht gehen kann, es wird hart Aber ich bin unbeherrschter, ich durch mein Wort lebe Frag mich nicht, ich brauche keinen Grund Ich habe meinen Weg, meinen eigenen Weg It doesn't matter now what happens I will never give up the fight Long as the voice inside tries me to run and fight It doesn't matter who is wrong and who is right Nur ich schau nicht zurück, ich brauch das nicht Die Zeit wird nicht warten und ich habe viel zu tun Where do I stop now? It's so blurred, it's so unclear Well, I don't know, but I can't be wrong Und es macht gar nichts, egal was geschieht Ich gebe den Kampf niemals auf Solange mein Herz nicht an Wahrheit I would have liked to hear Crystal Dreams more. But the unknown male voice was a little bit overpowering. Uh, both of them were out of sync and tried to hit high notes that should have been left alone. Six for technical skills and six for artist impression. All stars! Starting with Crystal Dreams and Someone with It Doesn't Matter German English version. Now, this was a great idea. But for some reason, it didn't end up correctly. I think there was a huge sync problem between the voices and the English parts. The whole German side of the song worked great, I think. It kept the rhythm and metric. And the transition isn't rough at all. The main problem resides in the lack of complement between the voices, certain off-keys, and timing. It was a very good try, nevertheless. I give you 7.5 out of 10. Crystal Dreams. It doesn't matter. I gave this one extra creative points, not only for German lyrics, but for managing to fit them into the song quite well, which is harder than it sounds. Technically, it would have been nice to have both voices synchronized a little bit more and a little bit tighter. So, uh, yeah. Something to work on in the future. But overall, good job, guys. Good job. I must admit, though, I didn't actually hear dreads. Um... Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. Ooh, that's a problem. Aha. Um. Yeah. Wow. What the hell happened there? Um. 
guys. Yeah, the stream went. We lost the stream completely then, because I lost the stream. And uh, basically, I'm not sure whether or not I was heard or not. Uh, guys, uh, what I'll do is I'll play that again for good measure, because I missed the scores, and uh, I've no idea, frankly. I've no idea what they were. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll start with the scores again. I'm not sure where Dreadnux's scores have gone. For um, but so uh, I'm, I'm hoping Crystal Dreams ones are there. Otherwise, there's going to be some problems. Let's try. Could we try this again? I would have liked to hear Crystal Dreams more, but the unknown male voice was a little bit overpowering. Uh, both of them were out of sync and tried to hit high notes that should have been left alone. Six for technical skills and six for artist impression. All stars! Starting with Crystal Dreams and Someone with It Doesn't Matter German English version. Now, this was a great idea, but for some reason it didn't end up correctly. I think there was a huge sync problem between the voices and the English parts. The whole German side of the song worked great, I think. It kept the rhythm and metric. And the transition isn't rough at all. The main problem resides in the lack of complement between the voices, certain off-keys, and timing. It was a very good try, nevertheless. I give you 7.5 out of 10. Crystal Dreams... It doesn't matter. I gave this one extra creative points not only for German lyrics, but for managing to fit them into the song quite well, which is harder than it sounds. Technically, it would have been nice to have both voices synchronized a little bit more and a little bit tighter. So, uh, yeah. Something to work on in the future. But overall, good job, guys. Good job. Okay, right. Uh, we have a slight issue with uh, Mr. Nux's uh, stuff disappearing. And uh, I will have to, have to, I'll just have to find it. Uh, what I will do is I will uh, leave you a piece of music while I hurriedly look through the MP3 and try and uh, get uh, his marks sorted. They, they are obviously on there, just that they got uh, chopped off the uh, got chopped off that MP3 for reasons unknown. Uh, they were there, honest. So um, bear with me a second, guys, and uh, I will uh, I'll sort of leave you with some music and that music will be something. Um, Decent length, and that's going to be. Let's have uh, ready from the uh, JXJ album. That's the uh, collaboration album that Jin Sunue did. Uh, with somebody whose uh, name escapes me at the moment, in all honesty. Uh, but it's 4 minutes 13 seconds, and that should be plenty enough time for me to find out where the heck Dreads Marks went. Um, so uh, bear with me, guys, and uh, we'll be back uh, very soon indeed.
I'm Dreadnoughts from the Sonic Stadium. I was an early... It's not overly original, a cover of a Sonic Adventure song. Iris and Anime Girl, believe in myself. It is on so many levels, I don't know where to start. We're saying to people that they are crap. It's been a mood-changing experience, at least. Now I've... It sounded like such a good idea at the time. Can't be denied that this has it by the truckload. Someone in squishy knackers. Technical skill... F it sounded like such a good idea... It sounded like such a good idea... It sounded like such a good idea... It sounded like such a good idea at the time. English and German in the same song? It would have been so crazy. But sadly, not all ideas turn out to be that successful. I wasn't really sure what I was listening to during the course of this entry. The singing was terribly off-key throughout, and when it got to the German parts, the performance became some sort of secret, as the duo here started whispering and mumbling. I felt like I'd walked into a perverted German conversation during the chorus. I can't give them many marks for either technical or artistic ability, given that the former nearly made my ears divorce my head, and the latter can only really be applied if it was a good idea. This wasn't, I'm afraid. Better luck next time. Technical skill 3, artistic impression 5. Casey Fox. A technical three and artistic five. Now, you, as um, some of you have been pointing out, uh, Lee did not vocalise his scores, but uh, he actually sent them in an email specifically. It was just a sort of general comment. He didn't actually say that, and that's the same for all of his marks. So um, I can tell you. Uh, let's go. We'll go through them. Uh, Crystal Dreams and uh, friend and friend uh, get. Uh, 10% for singing another language, because English isn't their normal language. They got 15% for translating the uh, uh, song into another language, so they get a 25% bonus, score bonus in total. Uh, Demix, uh, for technical, they received a 6 from Demix, a 7.5 from Ram, a 3 from Dreadnoughts, and a 4 from uh, Lee Braverton. Uh, for artistic, they gain a uh, 6 from Demix, a 7.5 from Ram, a 5 from Dread, and a 7 from uh, LB. Up next is uh, Elise Bellatrix with uh, her song. And this... This got people interested. Uh, just uh, load them up. Uh, I hope everyone's okay with the stream still, and uh, if not, oh dear. Um, <laughs> I really hope this show is not completely balled up now with the uh, lack of. Actually, can somebody answer me answer me a question? Um, why is the SMB currently showing this really silly um, post tree as opposed to all the posts? Um, and, and how can I get rid of it, basically? How can I get rid of it? I'd really, really, really like to know. Uh, <laughs> I really would, cause it's becoming very difficult to find out stuff. Um, so the sooner it went away, the happier I will be. Uh, where are we? We are after... Uh, Elise Benedict is Marks. That's that one there. And then we have our actual song and uh, Jazzing for You, which is there. And I will uh, turn that on for you now. Tonight, looking 
You sang beautifully. Your original lyrics matched the instrumental piece of his world pretty well. I did, however, found the song to be kind of short. Also wanted to hear a little bit more substance to the song than style. Ten for technical skills and nine for artist impression. Elise Bellatrix with Jazzing for You. This is a display of talent in every possible way. The fact of adding lyrics to an instrumental is, in itself, worth of a mark. It's tougher than translations and it's more appreciated. And allow me to say, the voice, the voice is simply grandiose. It's been way too long since the last time I heard pitches like those. The voice and the music work perfectly together in a soothing atmosphere. It's a treat to the ears, just stunning and beautiful. My score, 9.5 out of 10. Elise Bellatrix, jazzing for you. Wow, what a voice. I have to admit, these slow songs bore the hell out of me. A flawless vocal performance from Elise Bellatri, and I hope I pronounced your name right. Uh, I love combining two styles that wouldn't normally go together, and Elise has a very classical method of vocalizing. And singing this jazz arrangement, including the scat section in the middle, was really engaging and unique. Uh, combine this with great original lyrics, which was brave, but a worthwhile choice, makes for an awesome entry to the Rex Factor. Yes, you heard that correctly. Uh, Sven's ones were uh, disappeared again. Sigh. Right, so uh, what we'll do is we'll go through all of Sven's marks uh, in one big massive chunk and get them out of the way. Uh, best things to do with uh, Sven is get the marks out of the way. Uh, 
Going back to uh, LB's marks, though, LB's marks were very much in line with the other judges so far. 10 for technical and 9 for artistic impression. We are going to go through all of Dreadnoughts' marks now in one big Dreadnoughtsy chunk. So um, be prepared, be very prepared, uh, be so prepared you're probably a Cub Scout. Uh, because uh, they're coming up right now. Hi, I'm Dreadnoughts from the Sonic Stadium. I was an early all-star in a Rex Factor contest until I was promoted to judge a successful Rex Factor contestant because my support to your songs. Show me what you got. EarthArt, Endless Possibility. I'm not entirely sure if EarthArt intended to sing this song like Herbert from Family Guy or whether it was an attempt to have a vocal tone that could hit the high notes, but it's good either way. I have to say that I did laugh the first time I heard the singing, but it's purely because of the Herbert thing, not because he was rubbish or whatever. So for entertainment purposes, this entry is pretty good. As far as the singing goes, it's maybe a little too high for my liking, but it was consistent throughout and Earthyard didn't break off or sound like a prepubescent child halfway through. So yeah, he did a good job. Nice one. Technical skill 7, artistic impression 7. Elise Bellatrix, jazzing for you. Wow, what a voice. I have to admit, these slow songs bore the hell out of me. But listening to this made me feel like I was in continental Europe, sat inside an upper-class restaurant about to order myself some caviar and wet biscuits. The vocal talent is captivating, and the high notes, boy, can Elise grab them and hit them with a mallet. Taking my destiny and creating original lyrics to them gets big points from me in the artistic impression department, and I do love her accent too. Mm, yeah, that's some love-making twang, that is. Technical skill 10, artistic impression 9. Turbo, bumping into big, but it doesn't matter. The first half of that entry sounded like a disturbing version of Rainbow, but that's what gives Turbo's song its charm, I guess. Much like the TV series of old, there are some entertainingly embarrassing moments to be had here, which was most likely intentional. For instance, why did Turbo need someone who knew how to whistle if he was covering It Doesn't Matter? Crazy stuff. The singing was unfortunately quite average, though, struggling to hit the high notes on the odd occasion, and Big also sounded like Homer Simpson towards the end. But I guess Turbo voiced him for so long that he pretty lost the will to live. Original premise, but sadly not followed through into the song itself. Technical skill 6, artistic impression 6. Iris and Anime Girl, believe in myself. Hey, it's a collaboration! I was wondering when we get to one in this collaboration contest. Anyway, Iris and Anime Girl provide a strong performance together. Without knowing which one's which, I'll just say that the pair were great individually, but their slightly different approaches to singing style, or perhaps the length they held the notes to be more specific, made the joint efforts such as the chorus a bit abrasive after too long. It's not overly original, a cover of a Sonic Adventure song after all, but sometimes that's just all you need. This entry's beauty is in its simplicity. It provides us the song without powdering it up with gimmicks, so there's no risk of it being uber cheesy. As a song and a song alone is a great effort. Technical skill 8, artistic impression 7. Rorai featuring Dark Speeds. Merry Christmas, Shiro. Oh my god, what the hell is this? Proving once again that Rorys can create the comedy song in this contest. Merry Christmas, Shiro has errors on so many levels I don't know where to start. Whether it's the title making no sense at all, or that rhythmically chanting doesn't equal singing talent. There's just no singing here, it's just saying to people that they are crap. What is this? As much as I can deck the duo on their lack of singing ability, in Dark Speech, you really should have known better, my Antipodean friend. There's no way I can mark them down on artistic talent, because it can't be denied that this has it by the truckload. Listening to this has been a mood-changing experience, at least. Now I've heard it, I want to kick someone into squishy knackers. Technical skill 4... Artistic Impression 8. Crystal Dreams and Friends. And there we go. That actually brings us uh, all the way up with uh, all of Dreadnought's marks. 
And uh, you will not hear from him again. Yay! <laughs> right, that's that sorted. Um, so for those of you who miss that, uh, Elise Bilatik's kind of owned the contest with this one. <laughs> um, so, 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 uh, as for possible 30 marks for technical from our four judges, she got 39.5. But artistic, as for possible, artistic, she got 9, 9.5, 9, and 9. And she also got the 10% for additional techniques for making up the lyrics. So, so, could this be over? Well, no, it's still very possible for her to be beaten, actually. Um, as we go on to uh, Iris and Anime Girl, the o- the only, well, the first, first and only true, if you like, um, uh, true, if you like, uh, you know, uh, duet. Um, uh, what I thought was very nice, these are the ones who came joint first in the All Comers last year, and they teamed up together, which I thought was really nice, and uh, just made it for me, this entire thing. Um, let's uh, listen to their song now, and then we'll go into the marks uh, for everyone else except Dreadnoughts, because uh, his MP3's sunk. Apparently.
Both Iris and Anime Girl did a good job on their first duet. There are some parts where it was difficult for, I believe, Anime Girl to sing in the same ra- same range as Iris, but you both were great when it came to singing in harmony. Uh, seven for technical skills and seven for artist impression. Iris and Anime Girl with Believe in Myself. The idea of making a duet between them was great. The result is a pair of voices that are able to go the same heights and cause an impressive effect. Duets can be tough, and I understand that, hence why I praise they work. The timing is precise, and the voice is melodic and complementary. It does give the feeling of sheer willpower that the song is meant to have. I couldn't expect less from the two all-comer winners' amazing work. I give you 9 out of 10. Iris and Animigo, believe in myself. Hey, it's a collaboration! I was wondering when we get to one in this collaboration contest. Anyway, Iris and Anime Girl provide a strong... Believe in Myself, a great track by both performers. Bonus creative points for turning the song into a duet, but ultimately the arrangement is exactly the same. But both girls have great voices. Uh, the first girl does have a slightly stronger vocal, but um, overall, fantastic entry. So there we go. Um... There's, uh, let's go through the marks then and clarify those for you. Uh, Derek's being slightly harsh, I thought. Um, Iris and Girl, uh, 7 for technical. Uh, Ram gave 9 for technical. Uh, Dread, Ducks gave 8 for technical. And uh, Libra Vendon gave 8 for technical as well. Uh, Derek's gave uh, another 7 for artistic. And Ram got, gave a 9 for uh, artistic. Uh, Dread Ducks 7 and Libra Vendon gave 5 for artistic impression. Next up, <laughs> next up, he's been waiting patiently for it in the TSS chat, so so patiently. But uh, next up does happen to be uh, Earthlot with his uh, version of uh, where is his song actually? Where is his, his song is gone. Oh no, it's all gone wrong. Uh, his version of Endless Possibilities, uh, where he invokes his falsetto once again. Um, how many people reckon, how many people got the falsetto, I wonder? Hmm. We will have to see. It's coming up for you now. This is my escape. I'm running through this world and not gonna look back. Cause I know I can go Where no one's ever gone And not by looking back But how will I know When I get there And how will I know When to leave We've all got a start From somewhere And it's right there for me The possibilities Are never ending I see it I see it, and now it's out in my reach. There's possibility. I see it, I see it now. It's always been tied on me, and now I feel so free. And it's possibility. Earthheart, your falsetto is killing me, man. You go from one extreme to another. There's no happy medium. However, you did stay true to the song and kept close to your original lyrics. Six for technical skills and seven for artist impression. Earthheart, with endless possibilities. 
I was looking forward to the song. Good use of the epic instrumental, even though you had to add lyrics and or change them. Eh, still more points for you anyway. What I wonder is, how on earth did you manage that pitch? It sounds so incredibly unnatural. It's scary. And not only that, but it made the quality of the song reduce itself, sort of. And it didn't allow you to go through different ranges as easily as it should. But the energy is well put, and the melody is well respected. It's just kind of scary. Good job, anyways. Score, 8 out of 10. Earth Art. Endless Possibility. Right, this song was obviously tough to sing, since it sits right at the top of Earth Heart's chest range and dips in and out of his head range. This is really tough for guys to pull off, and Earth Heart does a damn good job. So he's to be commended, not only for that, but also for opting for the orchestral arrangement of the song, which sounds great. And there we go. Uh, so the marks, then, for Earthheart are as follows. Um, for Technical, Demix, 6, Ram, 8, and Red, 7, LB, 8. For Artistic, we have uh, Demix, 7, Ram, 8, and Red, 7, and LB, 7. So, yes, Earthheart, as I mentioned him, I mentioned earlier, I asked him, asked him what do you reckon that would you believe? I said to him, "Would you believe me if I told you that uh, that uh, Lee Brotherton <coughs> marked you higher than Iris and Elamigo, and he didn't believe me?" Well, there you go. He did. He marked you two points higher in artistic. So, uh, we have that there, and uh, we move on now. <laughs> move now to the wonders of Turbo. Of Turbo Drive Live. Tune in to Turbo Drive Live. It's a fantastic show. And, uh, well, it's just a fantastic show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm straight. Right. Uh, I'm trying to find the song now because it seems to have disappeared. Curse you and your disappearing song, Turbo. Why can't you put your song where it should be? There we go. I found it, and uh, you get a chance to listen to it once again now. Ah, oh, come on! Ah, oh, man! Jeez, oh, I'm never gonna be able to whistle. Hey there, what's up? Oh, oh, hey there! Hey, this is big, right? Yay, big the cat! Hey, what? Oh, it's nice to meet you, man. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm just trying to find Froggy. Oh, oh, well, I haven't seen him around. Sorry. That's alright. Well, see ya. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. Um, quick question, Big. Um, can you whistle? Well, yeah, I can whistle. Cool, cool. Well, um, how about this? Um, you help me, and uh. Afterwards, I'll help you find Froggy. How about, how about that? Whoa, thanks. Cool, cool. Um, well, you, um, well, um, can you also, um, what else can you, besides by whistling? Well, I can, well, you know, use my fishing rod. Okay, um, yeah, how are you, how are you good with a guitar? I don't know. Well, there, there's a guitar there. It's like, and there's a sheet, sheet, music sheet there. 
you know, why don't you take that and, um, you know, I'll just uh, sing and now and I'll count you in. And it's like when I go, uh, I'm just trying to do a song here. And basically, when I count you in, when I count three, okay, you whistle, one big whistle, you know, so, and then uh, start playing the music on that sheet, okay? Oh, well, okay. Um, right. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Right. Um. <clears throat> okay. Let's do this. Okay, Big, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Cool, let's rock and roll. Okay, Big, on three. One, two, one, two, three! Whoa! Don't show up, don't criticize I'm just living by my own feelings And I won't give in, won't compromise Cause I only have a steadfast heart of gold I don't know why I can leave though it might be tough But I ain't out of control, just living by my word Don't ask me why, I don't need a reason I got my way, my own way It doesn't matter now what happens I will never give up the fight Long as the voice inside drives me to run and fight It doesn't matter who is wrong and who is right Well, I don't look back, I don't need to Time will wait and I got so much to do Where do I start now? It's all blur and so unclear Well, I don't know, but I can't be wrong It doesn't matter now what happens I will never give up the fight Long as the voice inside drives me to run and fight Place all your bets on the one you think is right Whoa, Big! You're crazy on that guitar! Yay! Woohoo! Yay! Cool! Bring it home, Big! Take it to the fridge! Oh, it doesn't matter now what happens I will never give up the fight Long as the voice inside drives me to run and fight It doesn't matter who is wrong and who is right No, 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 no It doesn't matter Hey, Big, that was fantastic! Yeah, you were fantastic too! <laughs> cool, well, like I promised, let's go find Froggy together! Yay, Froggy! Hold up, I'm coming! Turbo, you did an excellent job with creating the background story for the song. The choice of using Big for It Doesn't Matter is an odd one, though. I think Lazy Days would have been a perfect match, and would have actually helped shown off your skills as playing two different people. 
However, the ending needs a little work. Seven for technical skills and eight for artist impression. Turbo with bumping into big, but it doesn't matter. Okay, I've been judging about three versions of this song, and this is by far the best rendition. Adding Big the Cat, Big the freaking cat, and actually making him useful and enjoyable is exceptional. The feeling of expectancy it gives at first is also great, and you can just feel the fun of singing with a big blue cat strumming on the guitar next to you. Turbo made me sing along this one because of the close feeling it gives and the energy that comes out as well. The whole gives a great performance, maybe the high note at the end took off a point because it didn't come out as clean as I expected, yet extraordinary. Score? <laughs> I wasn't expecting an entry like this. Uh, I thought this was really clever, and Turbo does a really convincing job at both Sonic and Big's voices. Albeit a tad cheesy, but come on, a bit of cheese never did anyone any harm. Um, some other entries did have stronger vocals, but I mean, this was still a, a, a very solid performance, and it was really enjoyable to listen to. Okay, uh, see, Ram's. Marks got cut off there. So Turbo's marks uh, for technical: Demix seven, Ram eight point five, uh, Dread six, LB six. Uh, Demix his artistic score was eight. Obviously, a duplicate eight point five uh, for the artistic for Ram. Uh, Dreadnought six, LB eight, and um, and uh, that is your the score for that. Very interesting, actually. Everybody in the All Stars picked up some form of bonus. In fact, everyone picked up uh, one of the ten percent bonuses, and uh, Crystal Dreams uh, and uh, Mystery Person obviously picked up twenty-five uh, percent worth of uh, stuff. Uh, the last but not least uh, is uh, Roy Black featuring Dark Speeds. Uh, it's the one you've all been waiting for, um, <laughs> more or less, I suppose. Um, but, well, you know, it's, it's probably, it's the one that you're going to remember most, I think it's fair to say. Um, it's the one that you're going to remember most, so we'll uh, get that underway. It is Christmas time at Sonic Rex, and we will win the medal of the game. Nobody can compete on the same level as us, so we will win. We have the power and the strength. Everyone else is crap. Everyone else is crap. They might as well take a nap. As we sing with an egotistical might, we will crush all people in our sight. We have the soul of Sigata Sanshiro, may he rest deeply in peace. Everyone else is crap, everyone else is crap, they might as well take a nap. Merry Christmas. May your gaming be full of fun. 
Sonic Unleashed be outstanding. Play until you break. Play until you are. John Sono doesn't understand that it is fear that we send to our enemies, especially the big northern bloke in the hat or the dread. Oh, Mike Taylor! Everyone else is crap, everyone else is crap. They might as well take a nap. Guess you want me to say Merry Christmas Like John Seno said not two minutes ago Well, you're barking up the wrong tree I am harsh, I hate you all But please give me your votes Everyone else is crap Everyone else is crap They might as well take a nap Everyone else is crap Everyone else is crap they might as well take a nap. Just so I'm Perfect. <laughs> I really don't know what to say about this one. It would, uh, it would both catchy and amusing. Uh, Rye always strives for original originality, and I think he achieved that with Dark Speed. There are parts where the two were out of sync, but it was quickly fixed. Uh, six for technical skills and eight for artist impression. Rye Black featuring Dark Speeds with Merry Christmas, Shiro. There's only one word to describe this song. Epic. Just epic. Wait, wait, put those pitchforks down, I have a reason. First of all, lyric changes are always worth a lot for me, but even more if they're relevant and or hilarious. In this case, it's both. Secondly, it's a duet, which can get difficult as I've explained earlier, yet they managed to make it work perfectly. Thirdly, the music has an epic over... Okay, Merry Christmas, Shiro. Uh, <laughs> when I first heard this, all I was singing for the rest of the day was Everyone else is crap, everyone else is crap. <laughs> Extra points for original lyrics, although they are a little bit harsh. Come on, guys. Uh, an entertaining vocal performance, but technically the other entries were better. But uh, a good entry nonetheless. Huh. And uh, Ram's getting cut off again. Ugh, this, is what, this is what happens. You have to do stuff in a rush. Um, Ram's marks got cut off there, uh, but she went on to a very long explanation about how fantastic it was. And, uh, and yes, um, mm, before the marks are as follows as a result of that. Uh, I'll leave Ram's to last. <laughs> Demix, uh, technical six. Uh, Dreadnuck's technical four. LB, technical six. Uh, Demix, artistic eight. Uh, Dreadnoughts Artistic 8, LB Artistic 6. Ramsmark, bear in mind, Ramsmark gets doubled. 10. Perfect 10. <laughs> so, so, thus giving 
<laughs> thus giving them a perfect 20 out of 20 score for that particular judge. Right, we actually do have a result, um, believe this or not. Um, so, and and there is a very significant tie as well. Uh, oh, wow. Um, I'm going to leave you with a piece of music, uh, which I'm going to pick out very quickly indeed from somewhere or the other, quite possibly, um, I don't know, something or the other. Um, and it's going to be, uh, there's nothing here, that's quick. Uh, the Doom! From no, I have that often. No, we'll have the uh, uh, original version of Digital Circuit bonus track from Shadow the Hedgehog. That that that'll that'll suffice for now. And uh, we're back for the end of the show and other things um, in a bit. surprising I think this is a very <laughs> this is a very cunning way for me to to um, yeah I think you know might well know who actually won um, yeah he says just uh, sorting out what we're going out with there we go. In last place, with 57 and a half marks, it's Crystal Dreams and Boyfriend. 
then we have a tie with 63.8 marks apiece. In joint third, we have Earthheart. And Roy Black featuring Dark Speeds. And Turbo. <laughs> All three of them are in bad. <laughs> but you are safe. You are safe from the uh, from the dreaded uh, penalty. Which means it's a two horse race. <laughs> Two horse race. It just didn't work with Crystal Dreams this year, sadly. Same, my last song was great. And that means in second place, with 66 marks, so not that far ahead, was Iris Nanime Girl. Which means in first, a not particularly unsurprising first, and the winner of the All-Star Contest this year, Elise Bellatrix, with a humongous 83.6 marks. That is absolutely astonishing. Round of applause for Elise Bellatrix, because that was... You've destroyed the competition this year. Absolutely obliterated it, and I am I am most impressed. I really, really am. Lots of people, um, lots of people, uh, <laughs> saying congrats and stuff, and uh, lots of uh, hugs all around amongst the guys for avoiding the uh, the dreaded drop. But uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, that's it. It's the end of the Rex Factor. Don't have to worry about that for the rest of the year. Um, indeed, as Earthheart has just pointed out, Elise wins merchandise. She wins a goodie bag of stuff from um, a goodie bag of Sega stuff from me. And uh, as a matter of fact, so does Umi Yuri. She wins a goodie bag of stuff from me as well, because that, uh, if you recall, was going to be. Uh, going to be a little bonus prize there. So you two, um, well, I'll be um, getting contacted with, well, at least Umi Yuri. I'm not sure if I've still got Elise Bertrix's um, email address. I'm assuming she's listening to this, though, so I would uh, recommend that you uh, email me uh, with your address, and then I shall see about getting something on its way to you. How about that, then? But yes, that's the end of this particular uh, introductory uh, introductory uh, show. We have gone for two and a half hours, which is long enough in anyone's book. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, crikey, uh, Sega Sonic Radio has never seen such such lengths. Not since the good old days of uh, the good old days of oh crap, there's some kind of thing going on. We should do a massive show, getting everyone involved for it. Alternatively, of course, the uh, Sonic Sight Awards, which may or may not be returning this year. You'll have to speak to Mr. Dreadnoughts about that, uh, along with the Sonic Rex Awards. That may or may not be returning this year. Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just do the Sonic Sight Awards this year. How about that? I'll just, 
as part of my campaign to take over the entirety of the fan base and make it all do my bidding, my terrifying bidding, <laughs> etc. But I've hoped you've been enjoying the show. Um, I'm going to leave you uh, to uh, go off have some food, uh, whilst I go off and have some food, to the uh, loveliness of the core from uh, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity, or of course Sonic Riders uh, Shooting Star Story, depending upon uh, where you are particularly living. But I have been Archange UK, this is Radio Redux, and I will see you next time. Bye for now.
Sorry, sorry. Uh, forgot to mention one thing. If those guys don't turn up at Summer of Sonic 2009, Crystal Dreams and the other person, Dreadnoughts will have to do the forfeit. Sorry, forgot to mention that.